The Barbecue Show with Stunt and Jake on KTOE. Oh, there it is. Oh, my goodness. Look at that. Acquire, are we uh, professional now? We are. Uh, we're fully kind of produced is what we are now. Yeah. It's so big time. When they let you get big voice guy stuff, you know that you're sticking around for at least another week. Another week. <laughs> right. right. Uh, welcome to the Barbecue Show with Stunt. Yeah, it's me along with Jake. And that's me. Uh, we're so glad you chose to join us today. Uh, we're just. Uh, wait. Hold on. Let me do this. We're just. Two guys and a grill. The barbecue show with Stunt and Jake. That's us. <laughs> we sound good. We do. We sound uh, almost too good. I actually, I'm glad you <laughs> mentioned that. That guarantees we're back for another week. By the way, uh, welcome to the barbecue show. We're glad you could join us. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Instagram. The BBQ Show is how you find us. Uh, we have all kinds of stuff. Matter of fact, we're posted some stuff on there um, that we're going to chat about a little bit today that we threw up a few days ago. But anyway. Um, Somebody asked me just the other day, a friend of mine, while we were playing golf, playing a little golf, and he said, hey, so, you know, fall's here now. You, do you guys take a break? Do you, like, shut down the barbecue show for the win-? I said, what are, you, what are you talking about? This is a real friend of yours? Well, yeah. I was like, <laughs> what do, you, do you shut down your grill? And then I looked at him. I was like, oh, he probably does. Never mind. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know, shut, this isn't a golf show. This is a barbecue show, and you barbecue year-round in Minnesota, or you don't barbecue at all because... Half the season's cold. That's right. You gotta. That's all there is to it. There's a whole line. We'll get into that as we get to colder weather. We'll talk about uh, blankets and heating pads for your uh, smokers and pellet grills and such. But we're not going to talk about that today. We're going to talk about some of our usual stuff. We'll I, have... keep my, I keep my my smoker warmer than I keep my actual house. So <laughs> I, I just I, that came across my head. I'm like, yeah, you know what? I really take care of that smoker. Well, you don't usually spend time in your smoker, but you spend a lot of time in your house. And yeah. You, you know, you wouldn't want to be in all that heat, would you? No, no it's too I agree. I agree 100%. Uh, we'll cover our barbecue tip of the week, as we always do, coming up in a few minutes. We've got some other tips and some uh, comparisons and, how, how should you say, a stunt versus? Yeah, versus. Versus. I think so. Not like not like lyrics to a song. <laughs> no, not not those verses. Versus no. as like against each other or uh, correct comparing. That's probably a better way to look at it. But uh, let's... they kind of battle each other out, depending on what you're cooking. Right, right. Or compliment. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. There he goes, making it mystical. <laughs> I don't know why that's mystical, but it is. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Something wrong with us. <laughs> uh, let's recap. What did we do last weekend? It was, uh, was that, no, it wasn't Labor Day. Oh, it was camping weekend. What did you, you do? You went camping. I went camping. I made burgers on Monday because okay. I was gone all weekend because I was in Iowa for a wet. That's right. I was in Iowa for a wedding. Ended up DJing the wedding, <laughs> not on purpose. And then I, I snuck into their Bluetooth and I just started playing music. I don't know why. Uh, that happens occasionally where you accidentally end up. If you people know you're a DJ, you accidentally end up DJing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that happened. It wasn't too hard. But my wife's twenty year class reunion when we went, and I was I was being the uh, guy who didn't know anybody at the bar alone, and suddenly there's three <laughs> girls around me, and I'm like, hey, ladies, what's up? And they're like. Hey, uh, we're wondering if you can help out the DJ. They're struggling a little bit. <laughs> I was like, okay. Yeah, well, that's why I asked for the big bucks, he says. Yeah, it's a, it was a long, drawn-out story. Anyway, <laughs> uh, you did that. So you did burgers. You did them on the Blackstone? Yeah, I got back in town. So we had Monday Night Football. So I actually got to watch the game because on Sunday I went up to the, see my family. And so Monday back, watching Monday Night Football, made burgers on the Blackstone. Yep. Nice. Uh, not smash burgers, just straight burgers, along with some hash browns because I thought the bag was French fries. I opened it up and it was hash browns. <laughs> 
<laughs> Apparently, you need to read labels. Uh, read. So, yeah, it was all right. It turned out okay. That how'd, along with some uh, mac and cheese. So. How'd you do the uh, How'd you do the hash browns? Uh, and the blackstone as well. Oh, okay, just threw right on half it. a stick of butter. Throw it on the grill. Let it go. Yeah. I, and the reason I asked is I I and, and full disclosure, folks, I had no idea how he did the hash browns. I was assuming you were going to do that. You did the hash browns on the blackstone, and that made me think he was planning to do the French fries on the blackstone. I would have done the French fries on the blackstone right. too. Just add a little bit more uh, oil down and just let them and fry. Just, let her rock and roll. Yeah. So what you're implying is you have a very level patio where your blackstone uh, sits. No, it tilts to an angle. So we just let the, that's the corner of the fries going so that it sits in the oil. Just push them all over there so yep. it works. Okay, yep. that works. I, I've never thought of trying, I can't believe I'm saying this, I've never thought of trying French fries on the blackstone. That's yeah. brilliant. I did French fries a few weeks ago in the cast iron pan, uh, just a just a, just a fry pan put yeah. in there and in the in the in the smoker and then crank the heat up when we got time to get the fries closer to done. So I have a new rub that I found for potatoes. Um, oh no, of course I say that I can I can picture the the label, but I can't actually read the label. Is that you ever have that happen? Well, we've already established you have a problem reading. Well, there's that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well. Holy cow! Wait a second. I feel like we. There it is. Yeah, it's a little late. Yeah, well, though. anyway, uh, it's, there's a new there's a new rub or something. It's something something spud rub is what okay. it's called. I'm not sure. I'm not sure if you're supposed to put it on meat. I've been putting it on potatoes, and it's been amazing. So, oh, well, if it's called spud rub, yeah, you think it'd be for potatoes? That would imply yeah. p- that would imply. Spuds, but maybe it's potatoes. supposed to be spud rub to make your meat taste more potatoey, Idahoey. <laughs> I don't know. What's your story? Okay, enough of no, me. Hold you on. had a story. I'm gonna I'm gonna divert us because that's what we do on this show. Oh, is boy, we, get, we, we get sidetracked a lot. Uh, so I got a. This is a true live story from uh, our biggest fan, John. Okay. Uh, I got a text from him the other day. Hey, he goes, John. He says, uh, "Hey, if you see stunt, uh, tell him I need some tips and advice on where I can go see Blackstones and compare some sizes and options and ah. things like because he's in the Blackstone market. Because I bring up Blackstone, then he's like, I think I'm going to get a Blackstone. Okay. I should have said, Hey, I'm thinking about buying a muscle car and just to see if he would go <laughs> buy a muscle car. <laughs> I'm, I'm kidding, of course. But so let's uh, let's brush on that just just quickly because where uh, I mean, and, and I, there's no sponsorship here. There's no no there's free not. plugs. There's not. But where where can a guy I, go find one? So I picked mine up at Shields, but I was at Shields just a few weeks. Uh, uh, okay, last week, and they had none in stock right now. There's okay. there's very little in stock in a lot of places. Right. I feel like um, I think Fleet Farm carries it. Uh, you might be right, and yeah. Ace might carry them too. Right. Um, but then they're like Menards has the off brand Charbroil. Right. But they have a flat top, and they also have a Pit Boss one. Yes, I looked um, at that the other day. I yep. was at Menards looking for something else, and I didn't have what I needed, so I was like, well, I think I'll go look at grills for a I'd while. I'd be careful with the Pit Boss one. I'm not going to have to throw shade at Pit Boss, but I saw one of those, their flat top models. It was not a cast iron top. Right. It was like, that's like you get fooled with that. The cast iron top's really dependable for you, you know? It's going to do the job for you. With this thing, I don't know if I'd trust that more than one season out almost, I've especially seen, if you don't take good care of it. I've seen some that look almost Teflon-y. Yeah, that's what this one was. Like a non-stick type and surface. I, I don't know how that would do all year round. Yeah. So if you want to come look at mine, you sure can. Um, I don't. I'd, otherwise, a friend of mine got theirs. I already buy his. I can't remember now. They, okay. Walmart. Walmart also carries them. There you so go. So you can check them out. Walmart. They had the ones with the air fryers built in too. See, that's the that's the ticket right there. Yeah. You might as well get some gadgets in the bad boy if you're going to get. Well, you might as well. It. I didn't get the the air fryers of mine, but uh, I got the big one, so I enjoy it a lot. There you go. There you go. And you can never, when it comes to grills, size is important. You can never go too big. You're never going to say, "Oh man, I have so much grill space here," but it is possible to say. 
I could really use about another 18 inches of grill space. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so That's you, right. You can you can always have not enough room. It's almost impossible to say, well, I have too much room here. So exactly. just keep that in mind. Sometimes size does matter. Um, camping, we could have used a Blackstone this weekend. So what happened? So, so there's uh, a there's a debacle I hear. Well, it was uh, okay. First of all, and I, I'm gonna I'm gonna leave too much. I'm gonna put too much on the table here. But uh, when it comes to Palmer family outings, okay, and my wife loses her mind because the uh, this is the Palmer family. The Palmer family has a has a tendency to not plan anything. Matter of fact, uh, I said I'll bring steaks and do dinner Friday night, and my brother, the youngest, said uh, we'll do brats on Saturday night, and then Saturday morning he. He says to me, yeah, I forgot that your wife is a, uh, a kitchen guru. And when you guys do stuff, she makes all these amazing side dishes. Uh-huh. He said, I literally just brought some packages of brats. <laughs> <laughs> Not even making it up. And his wife goes, yeah, our thing is like, if you're hungry, have a brat. If you're still hungry, have another brat. <laughs> if you want some sides, put the brat in a bun. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like... Okay, there's some there is some there's logic a to that. Bag of chips over there too. Don't forget the bag of chips. Right, right, and the, off brand, of course, of yeah. course. We talked about this going into Memorial Day. We talked about this going into the Fourth of July, and we talked about this going into Labor Day. There are times when you want to keep your grilling and your cooking simple, so you can enjoy the activity mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. not spend all your time at the grill. Coming from the guy who spent all of his time at the grill Saturday night, um, you did yes with the brats and what uh, else? Well, I had to. Do, I had uh, we did poppers. Oh, and okay. those are slow and low, and you got their intent. You got to keep moving keep them and rolling, rolling them yep. and turning them and uh, and doing that. And so that kept me there. And then as I was doing that, people just said, "Well, here's throw these hot dogs on and put these brats on." And then so the next thing you know, I'm watching everybody uh, two on two washers tournaments going on and hooting and hollering, and I'm just standing there, you know, thirty yards away grilling, like oh, it looks like fun. <laughs> That looks like fun, but uh, so we uh, decided to go all natural on Friday night. Okay, and uh, you know this time of year it gets darker faster it's than you dark think. Getting dark real quick, yeah. And so uh, once we kind of got set up, I said, "Ooh, I better get some fire going," because my wife said, "I need a fire for the Dutch oven." The witch's pot, we call it. Yeah. To put that on the fire. And then I was going to use one of the other fire rings that come with the campground set up. You know, the tent. Because we had two mm-hmm. tent sites and an RV site. And I said, I'll use the other one that has the built-in grate, and I'll do the steaks with charcoal there. Okay. But similar to the South Dakota trip, there's no airflow underneath there. Right. But I thought, I could just get it going with the straight charcoal, and we'll be fine. So about the time I'm realizing I'm struggling with this charcoal battle... Kids are starting to say, oh, we're hungry. We're hungry. So, Uh-oh. Here I comes said, the wheels. They're I falling. Said, uh, you know what I'll do? I'll take one or two of these steaks and just throw them on now and at least get them started. Even though the charcoal's not perfect, I can get them cooked in a little bit so the kids can eat, at least eat. And then when the charcoal's and perfect. shut up is what you meant. Yeah. yeah okay. When the charcoal's perfect, <laughs> then- you can have adult steaks. I'll have adult steaks cooked perfectly. Yeah. And then what happened is that through my uh, messing around and screwing around, and then my wife says, well, you got room on the rack. You might as well put- We'll just go ahead and put four steaks on there right away. And the next thing you knew, uh, nothing was cooking. It was really slow. You couldn't adjust the height of the rack, right? And, you know, all these little first world problems. And eventually, all at once, I had this beautiful, huge, huge, like half of a 20-pound bag of charcoal pile. Perfect. And in a matter of moments, my steaks were overdone. Oh, no. Oh. <laughs> and I pulled them off, and I'm like, oh, no. And my wife gave me that look like she knew that, oh, no. She's like, you did not overcook those steaks. Oh. And I'm like, yeah, I totally did. Oh, man. And so here's the beauty of it. It's because my brothers are Palmers. They didn't know the difference. <laughs> I said, just don't say anything. And here's a, a little tip. And I, we talk about sometimes price and price comparisons. 
What saved me is that these were really good, fairly expensive. I had $85 worth of ribeyes. Oh, boy. Yeah. And if these would have been cheap sirloins, it would have been shoe leather. But because they were good ribeyes with lots of marbling and fat in them, they were still very tender and they were still very delicious. And everybody ate them like crazy. Uh, and, and that saved you the day. saved it. Yeah. I, it was, or that it, saved it. It was a big save for me on that. But anyway, that was a, just so, you know. I should have started the charcoal 45 minutes earlier, right. but not, and I, I didn't bring my charcoal basket, you know, the, uh, yep. the chimney. I thought, oh, I'll bring it. And then I'm like, I don't need to bring it. I got this little flamethrower blower thing. I can get anything burning. <laughs> I can burn down a small third world country with this thing in like 15 minutes. Perfect. Yeah. But is not, that one of those bison sure. ones? Is that yeah, you yeah, get? yeah, yeah. I, I don't like, my dad's not listening. I got that for my dad for Christmas. I bought yeah. one the other day. Yeah, it's awesome. You like it, huh? It's even, and you, it's all it's manned up. It's got a it's got a bottle opener on it too. Oh well, see that, which, that's why I bought it. Which by the way, I use that to hang it in my garage. <laughs> uh, my brother used it to open beer with. I was like, what are you doing? You don't you don't have a ring? You just pop, anyway, just pop so, it. Yeah. So anyway, that was the that was the camping trip. And, okay, uh, that was the camping trip. Saturday was great because uh, Saturday morning when my brother said we never remember to bring our griddle and we remember to bring it because they were doing breakfast okay so uh he had all these sausage links on the griddle and the griddle didn't work of course so then my brother the other brother says well i brought this little uh camping stove well that would have been handy last night on the steaks <laughs> <laughs> so that's how we did the poppers and that's there how we did is. the uh the sausage links and it was wow all good. So, there it is that's that's a mess yeah this is a uh see i got a sidetracked with the blackstone conversation but well, we that's should, all right we should get to our uh our barbecue show tip of the week I didn't get big voice well, guy. Oh, big for voice that. to do that. Yeah, I know. It's the barbecue tip of the week. That's how it sounds. I, I don't have it. But. That's that's exactly how it sounds. We'll uh, we'll get that for next week okay, or cool. next month cool, or cool. whatever. So let's talk about tips. What's our barbecue show tip of the week? Marinating. Marinating. Uh, I'm married. I've been married for a no, while. No, no. Marinating time. the meat oh. for the second time. <laughs> you only need to marinate this once. So definitely one of those things that not everybody does. Right. Sometimes you don't got to. It depends what you're looking for. If you're looking for just like straight flavor of the meat, throw it on. Right. Put a little S&P and you're done, right? That's it. But sometimes you want a little bit more than that. So a big difference in a lot of it is taste and texture. When you make that the meat marinate, mm-hmm. uh, you get that, obviously you get the meat a little bit more tender and you get that juice and whatever else soaking up into the meat. And that's I what like you're looking it. for, right? I like it. So achieving juicier meat, more tender, and hopefully uh, making the th- Maybe cheaper cuts of meat, better, so you don't have to always go with the expensive kind, but um, depends what you all pick up. So the one thing we can talk about is how long do you let something marinate? That's a really good there question. there is an actual time limit that you should go, um, I usually go for about two hours. Okay. Um, if I remember, or I come home at lunch, throw something in the bag, marinate it, come back at five or six and put it on the grill, so whatever that is, three, four hours. Right. So um, that's... That's up for debate all day long. We can continue that in the next segment if you like. Yes. Because what time frame you actually marinate your meat is all over the place. But marinating actually helps your meat come along and it's not just going to be just meat. I agree. Again, if you want just meat with some S&P, go for it. But you can do so much more than that. If you want to do um, rosemary, uh, we were just talking about rosemary steak the other day. Somebody, it wasn't with you, but somebody else and I were um, yeah, just a little a, rosemary and thyme on there yep. with some smashed garlic. Mm-hmm. Ooh, baby. Yep. Um, there's so many different ways to do steak the way it is. Right. So that's just one of the ways you can just also marinate it and keep it juicy and tender. I like it. I like it. That's uh, that's perfect. So listen, we have to take a break because we're already far behind. You know how that goes. Uh, but when we come back, I want to I want to take your tip of the week. And expound on it, and this is where we talked about verses earlier, and we want to talk about the difference in the between marinating and brining. 
because it's two different things, and we'll uh, we'll discuss. It that. is. It is completely. We'll discuss that briefly when we come back on the barbecue show. Two guys and a grill. The barbecue show with Stunt and Jake. Turn the quiet up. Welcome back to the barbecue show with Stunt and Jake. Welcome back. Yeah, we are on uh, the barbecue show as we do every Saturday, uh, right here on KTU. Thanks for joining us. Before in our earlier segment, which went super lengthy, because we, you know, anytime you get a Palmer story involved, it gets lengthy. You start that's just, talking. That's how it. Uh, that's how it goes sometimes. Uh, our tip of the week this week was uh, marinating. Don't be afraid to marinate your meat. Sometimes you want to do that for some extra flavor. Sometimes it uh, helps depending on if you're using a, a lesser cut of like a flank steak or something. You mm-hmm. want to marinate that. You want to uh, if you're going to do like uh, uh, some fajitas. Uh, sometimes a. a, a uh, those ridiculous boneless chicken breasts. <laughs> yeah, you, you could take those and add a little marinade to them. We also, I recently uh, marinated um, steak tips. Oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah. see, so that was that was for about thirty minutes. Done. Boom. Oh, man. It yep. just adds a little bit of uh, adds a bit of flavor. What we want to talk about in this last segment before uh, before we take off is the difference between marinating and brining because they're they're two different things, and I think sometimes people get them confused. Um, and I think most importantly, stunt is the difference is brining is for. For making it juicier, right? Adding moisture and uh, and keeping that uh, the, it, the juicy and plump and delicious, and marinating is to add flavor. There we go. See, that's, done. There you go. All right. Thanks for joining <laughs> us. We'll see you next week. Uh, but there is a difference in time, and when we tip, when, typically when you think about brining, I mean, most people I always associate brining with a turkey, uh, turkey and chicken for me as well. Yeah. Chicken wings, I out brine my chicken wings. Yes, for about two hours. And brining is great with poultry because. Because it does, because poultry, especially anything with a bone in it like that, has the tendency to dry out very quickly, mm-hmm. uh, without you know even on accident. And you mentioned this before we went to break. There is a there's a, a a trick to the amount of time that you marinate or brine something for. And just to give you an idea, to put it into perspective, if you've ever done a uh, uh, something in a crock pot like a chicken, uh, especially is one uh, pork can do this. Sometimes you do like a crock pot recipe with pork chops. And if you overcook it and it's been cooking in all that juice and you think, well, it's been in there longer than it's supposed to be, it'll just be that much juicier. And you pull the meat out and it's actually dry. And you go, wait a minute, how can I cook something in a liquid and it still comes out dry It's because it spent too much time in that liquid and then the liquid transfers out. Just like when you're in the swimming pool or in the lake and the lake water is cold, eventually you become cold too, just like that because of that, what do they call it, osmosis? Sure. That's, that's a lot of science right there. <laughs> Maybe chloroform, I don't know. <laughs> Chlor- Does this smell like chloroform? <laughs> Inappropriate. Um, oh, I'm at chlorophyll, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> so um, what is there a good rule of thumb? Well, they say for poultry poultry, and for meat in general, if you're going to marinate it or anything, they're saying that's what's the best part about it. When you read a general recipe about it, right. six to 24 hours. Depends your size of meat, what the actual marinade or brine is, and what you're going to do. Yeah. Um, I've read some things about ribs going in the, being marinating for six hours in your fridge. Okay. I That seems like a really long time for ribs. Yeah, I agree. Especially when you, for ribs, like for you and I, we, well, the way I do them is, is on the smoker. I mm-hmm. want that smoke in that meat anyway. Right. So it's not that I need to marinate them necessarily anyway. I want to put some seasoning on, but I'm not going to marinate them. The chicken, I said earlier, the wings, I think because they're smaller, in my opinion, they don't need to brine as long. So I usually go about two to three hours. Exactly. Um, but yeah, the normal thing they say is six to 24 hours 
It's uh, safe to keep food in the marinade longer, but after two days, it's possible the marinade can just start to break down the actual meat itself. Right. So then you're... Especially depending on how acidic your marinade is and the flavors and different textures you use. Also important to point out, and uh, not to get us too sidetracked on the difference between the two, but if you're doing a brine, a brine is typically concocted by cooking and boiling the brine. Uh, and it's very important that you get that cooled down before you put Correct. your bird or whatever it is in there into that brine. Um, and that's why you'll see a lot of uh, a lot of people like at our house when we do a brine the turkey, uh, that goes into a cooler full of ice uh, just to help bring that temperature down, down and so that it doesn't. So you don't, you don't want to start a cooking process, obviously. You right. want to make sure that it all stays kind of together. Now, there is a way to speed up the marinating process as well. You were talking about this. So I've never, go ahead. I've never so, heard about this method. This is a great way if you're in a hurry and you want to add some brine flavor to something and not have it sit for 24 hours. Uh, you've only got an hour or two, but you really need a deep uh, brine and a flavor impact is if you have a vacuum sealer. Most people think of uh, marinating either in a bowl that's covered or you put them in a, a, uh, I'll go out and brown in a zip top bag (laughs) and uh, seal it up in there and just let it sit in the fridge and it's fine. You can do the same concept with your uh, vacuum sealer. You put your meat and your your, uh, marinade in there, uh, mix it up good, and then vacuum seal it. And what that will do is it'll pull the air out of the the bag, which obviously gives you more contact with the, the marinade, but it also will pull some of the air out of the meat. Therefore, pulling the pulling juice. the marinade into yeah. the uh, the meat as well, and so which is again not to be confused with injecting, which we're going to say for another time because that's a whole different. Uh, I've never adventure. injected meat. Um, some people swear by it. I yeah. think you and I both agree on this. So the more holes you poke in your meat, the more stuff is going to come out of your meat. I wholeheartedly agree. Anytime yeah. you're injecting something, that's because you. Uh, yeah, there's a there's a there's a further plan down the road that uh, requires injecting, and you don't care about the uh, the end result as right, much so far. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, so here's the biggest thing. Like we always say on this show, experiment with both, experiment with each, try different lengths of time, try different flavor combinations, and again, just uh, find what works for you. Look at that stunt. We're out of time. We gotta uh, boom. We, we gotta go. Well, listen, thanks for joining us again for the barbecue show. Sponsorships are available. If you're interested, <laughs> you can just contact the radio station. I'm shameless, aren't I? No, <laughs> it's, it's, it's wait, we we are looking for meat suppliers. <laughs> yes, yes, meat suppliers are always a welcome order. Uh, check out our Facebook and Instagram page, the, the barbecue B- show. Oh, the BBQ show. Yeah, make sure that's yeah, right. You got it because it's BBQ. Yeah. The, the three letters, uh, and you can find us there. Uh, we didn't get into the smoked cocktail recipe that I wanted to talk oh. about, but we'll talk about that next week. You can check it out ahead of time if you want. There, it's right there on our uh, on our Facebook page. Uh, until next week, we'll see you back here for another rousing edition of the Barbecue Show. The Barbecue Show is filmed before a live studio audience. Turn the quiet up. Turn the noise down.